Good news, low-carb ketogenic real food fans. A real good foods company is now in all U.S. Walmart stores. They have enchiladas, poppers, cauliflower crust pizzas, mini pizza bites, and the chicken crust pizzas in 3,500 Walmart stores. Real Good Foods pizzas are grain-free, gluten-free, and of course, low-carb, high-fat, ketogenic. This is real food, and now it's available at your local Walmart. Get exclusive offers from Real Good Foods by texting RGF to 474747. And be sure to visit realgoodfoods.com to learn more about Real Good Foods' ketogenic line of products. Real Good Foods. Living La Vida low carb. This show is changing lives. We talking about your diet, trying to get you feeling right. Cut up the avocados, fry some eggs. Time to explore the longest running health podcast, hosted by Jimmy Moore. Time to give up the crappy garbage. We're getting into ketosis. Every day is a new step to your goal. Yeah, you're getting closer. Motivated and focused. Don't stop, just go. Time to get inspiration from the Living La Vida low carb show. Hey. The hey guys, we're back here on the Living La Vida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore. And today, we got a kind of a funky show for you today. But you guys know that's what I specialize in, is doing things a little off the beaten path. Uh, and you may know that I do a show on Fridays called the Keto Hacking MD Podcast. And I do that show. It's a biohacking focused show where we talk about various biohacks that you can add to your ketogenic lifestyle in order to make yourself optimally healthy. And I joined up with a couple of years ago with a medical doctor, his name, Dr. John Lemansky. And John has been a great mentor in the biohacking space. He's got me doing all kind of stuff. If you haven't listened to the show, definitely go check it out, ketohackingmd.com. But he is here on the Live and Levita Low Carb Show today because we have a very special episode. So, John, welcome to the Live and Levita Low Carb Show. Well, thanks for having me on, Jimmy. It's good to be here. It's going to seem weird because it's like I'm so used to saying keto hacking. So if I accidentally say keto hacking, it's only because John's here and he messes my brain up. <laughs> I will not correct you for that. That's okay. But we over on our other show have been talking a lot lately about red light therapy. That's kind of the latest hack you and I have been uh, involved with. And we've been using this device called the Juve Light so Juve, you guys, is spelled J-O-O-V-V, Juve.com, if you're interested in checking it out. But we both have a Juve light. But the reason I wanted you here today is we're going to talk to one of the guys that's behind the Juve light. Uh, he's one of the co-founders. His name's Scott Nelson. And I wanted you here, John, because you're one of the like beta testers. You were one of the very first people that started using the Juve light. What was it? Two and a half years ago, you said? Yeah, about that. You know, time flies, so I'm getting old. But <laughs> I would say it's been a while, and uh, you know, early proponent of it, and uh, I think now it's finally getting some good recognition out there in, in the biohacking, but also in, in just the health sphere. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to talk to uh, Scott and kind of pick his brain a little bit and uh, share some knowledge. So Scott is the co-founder of Juve. He spent his entire professional career in leadership positions with some of the largest medical device companies in the world. Uh, he is best friends with his wife. I love that. Wife and soulmate, Liz, spends uh, time with his four kids 
And in his spare time, he's also the host of a podcast himself. So he should have some good chops here, here today, you guys, talking about Juve. What's up, Scott? Hey, hey, hey Jimmy. Thanks for having me hey, on. Hey, and, uh... hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, now you put me on the spot telling everybody I'm a podcaster at MedSider Radio. <laughs> <That's right>. so... <laughs> well, so man. So if I, if, if, if I don't come across, you know, sounding very, very intelligently, then, uh, then you know, that uh, good, good, good luck. Uh, uh, good luck uh, with with any any listeners on the uh, on my own show. So that's funny. You set you set me up well, Jimmy. <laughs> well, I am proof positive you do not need talent to do a podcast. <laughs> well, Scott, tell us a little bit about yourself because it's fascinating having a medical device background, and now you're involved in doing a a, a very specific device in promoting health, so that maybe all those medical devices you've helped be a part of aren't necessary. Yeah, it's it, it's really an interesting um, kind of kind of world or, or space to play in, and the space I'm referring to is 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 red light therapy. Um, it's it's referred to as photobiomodulation, kind yep. of in the world of academia, and which I'm sure I'm sure we'll get into in, in more detail. But um, my, as you mentioned, Jimmy, my background is traditional med tech, especially um, you know really more specifically the the cardiovascular arena. So uh, for the better part of, of 15 years, most of my time was focused on products like uh, coronary stents and peripheral artery atherectomy catheters and thrombectomy catheters and really, you know, stuff, stuff like that. So saving stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So red light therapy is, uh, um, is, is, is certainly different for sure. Uh, but I would argue, uh, which, which I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll chat about here. I would argue supported by, uh, much, much more scientific evidence than any of the, than uh, some of those products I just mentioned. So, uh, it's a cool, it's a cool therapy to, to be, uh, to be involved with. Yeah, I've got it shining on my backside. John will tell you when we're doing these hacks, I go all in, <laughs> right, John? Yeah. And so <laughs> I actually physically have the juve light on next to me. Uh, what I did was I broke up the quad and I put each of the, the quadrants like in different parts of my house. And so anytime I want to ju- get my juve on, uh, I just turn it on. And so in my podcast recording studio, it just makes sense. I'm sitting here a lot of the time, uh, John, and so... <laughs> So it makes sense to have the red light on. That's a good tagline. You get your juve on. Get might your wanna, juve on. Might, might want to adopt that. <laughs> Just juvenile, it, brother. Just juvenile. it. Absolutely. So, Scott, um, so how do you go from, you know, being part of kind of a medical device company and decide, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start my own and, and really promote photobiomodulation. What was that transition like? Yeah, and our, our, our story is probably not terribly different than, than you know, most, uh, most startups. Um, really, it's, uh, you know, dating, this dates back to early 2015. Uh, my sister-in-law, Melissa, purchased a, I'm using air quotes here for the listeners, but a red light therapy package from a local spa in Minneapolis. That's where we were based. And um, we, were, we were based there because of, uh, it's kind of like the Silicon, Silicon Valley of, med- mm-hmm. of, of the medical device uh, world. But she, she um, went consistently to the spa, saw really good results, primarily for, primarily related to her, her skin health. So the reduction of uh, eczema, um, so the reduced age spots, et cetera. She then convinced my wife to do the same thing. And they won't, they both went consist- consistently four or five times a week for probably two to three months. And my wife noticed, um, some really, uh, uh, really nice benefits primarily related to skin health as well. So the reduction of some, some stretch marks related to, to pregnancies, etc. But going to uh, a commercial facility that often is, is pretty inconvenient, not overly friendly on the budget either. So, uh, Melissa, my sister-in-law, uh, convinced her engineer husband to figure out some sort of way they could use these this this red light therapy at home, 
And so um, he put it off for a while, but she was she was sort of uh, persistent and, <laughs> and got him to build out some some prototypes. And then that's where they kind of got me involved with my, my medical device background. And I was super skeptical up front. Um, I, you know, the, the world that I, I played in, as I mentioned earlier, was serious stuff, right? <laughs> like like right. coronary stents and cardiovascular stuff. So I was super, super skeptical. But I went straight to the, the published peer-reviewed research um, on, on PubMed. And within, you know, with just a little bit of, uh, of diligence was quickly blown away by the sheer amount of, uh, of scientific literature that supports uh, red light therapy or photobiomodulation. Sometimes it's referred to, um, as you guys know, as LLLT or low level laser therapy. Um, but I, w- I was I was blown away. I was like, how, how is this? How have I not heard about this before? Because yeah. there's so much published published data, and why is no one talking about it? Um, and so, anyway, that that started some early conversation as in, in conversations with with us. And as as Justin kind of built out some different prototypes, I, I thought, huh, maybe, maybe this is like maybe this is a little business. Maybe this could be a business because this concept of of full body light therapy um, and being able to use it in in a home, which is ideal, um, wasn't that didn't really exist. And so that that's sort of what started us down down the path. And that didn't break the budget. I remember John talking about some of the ones if you had to buy them from the medical field, it would have been at least twenty five to fifty k. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. And um, you know, with the the, the this world of photobiomodulation kind of grew grew up with with lasers being the, the primary product or device that you'd have to use in order to deliver a clinically relevant dose of, of energy to someone's body and lasers are great because they can they can um, they can they can emit a very precise wavelength with it with with a lot of power the downside as as, as you just mentioned and as, as John pointed out is they're super expensive and then you can't you're limited to, to treating a very small area of your body. Right. Um, and these, these healthy wavelengths um, are, are really beneficial across your entire body. So that was kind of our, 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 our sort of our core hypothesis is that if we can, if we can make a, make this affordable and accessible for most people to use in their own home and, and sort of deliver, you know, these wavelengths across a, a broad treatment area, that could be that could be a that could that could set up for you know a fair amount of uh, efficacy you know for a lot of people. So that was that that was kind of the our, our approach to to product development early on. So as I'm sitting here next to the Juve being on, I've been going for 15 minutes now. You get kind of this really light light kind of warmth. It's not heat really. You're not emanating heat from the light, uh, which a lot of people are like. Oh, does it make you hot? No, it's not a sauna. So, <laughs> but it does yep. give you kind of this like delightful warmth. Uh, and we talked about on our Keto Hacking MD podcast when we were talking about Juve, uh, that it you don't want to sit there and hug it and get real close because you, cause you could burn, but you get this like nice enjoyment from it. Um, John, do you find that when you kind of use this therapy, uh, that you, it kind of increases your happiness, but we know why. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, we mentioned the happy place, uh, on our episode, but, uh, you know, <laughs> as I mentioned on, on that, um, on Keto Hacking MD podcast, I use it in the morning and I'm telling you, it's almost like a light switch where it turns you on right away. Um, it turns you on. Okay. We're well, learning well, things okay. about John. Sorry. <laughs> Flip of the tongue there, but it you know what I mean. It turns you on in the happy place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for that. So, but it definitely is a, is a warm sensation. It's almost equivalent if you go outside in the morning and you, and you stand and you stare at the sun and you feel that kind of warmth yes. on your body. Very Same similar. sensation. Um, obviously you can do it in the, in the privacy of your home so you don't get arrested, um, for being exposed outside, but, um, it definitely, I think, uh, wakes you up and, uh, gives you a, a sense that you're, 
awake and refreshed and, and ready to kind of tackle the, the day. Is that the design, Scott? Is that what you guys were hoping people would get out of this, of many well, things? Well, well, John, he's still our tagline. Get to your happy place, get turned on <laughs> in the privacy of your home, or home without getting arrested, right? <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll send you my PayPal after the episode. We'll That's right. That we tried, just to John we, Lemansky. <laughs> we, we tried to trademark that, but, but, but you know, Dude, Dr. Lemansky already, he, 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 held, he held that, that, that trademark. So, uh, <laughs> no, j- j- joking aside, that that's actually very very familiar or similar feedback that we get a lot uh, from 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 a lot of a lot of customers. Um, we were at actually a conference here in LA um, just over the weekend, a small little event, and people that had never heard of light therapy other than maybe some, seeing some 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 social posts um, online or maybe checking out our website, they were. They felt this like pull to it, um, pull to the to 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 the to the device, and um, and definitely have that um, that same sort of uh, sensation. It feels like almost like a 70, 70 degree day, um, where it it's it it feels very good, but it's not um, it's not like your you know your 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 body's heating up like a sauna, as you pointed out, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting here. I- it it just does something to you. And it, I know I'm just a lay person trying to articulate this, but it's just there's just something about. John, having that red light on you. And what's really interesting is I try to get as much exposure on the skin as possible. And my favorite time is when I when it turns off and it's about to here in about a minute, because mm-hmm. uh, when it turns off, you kind of have this euphoria there for about 30, 45 seconds of. <sighs> and it's just like, you know, the, suddenly the red light's gone and you're back in the real world again, so to speak. Um, it just takes you places. It's it's interesting. It's a weird sensation. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you articulated it probably the best way possible. It's uh, I think it rejuvenates you and, and gets you ready for the day, um, and kind of gives you a calm sensation. Which uh, I'd love to uh, talk to Scott about maybe some of the data behind kind of stress reduction with it, because I haven't seen too much. But I think just from a, a personal experience and from people I've used it with. They definitely feel like it's a stress reducer um, and gets them ready for the day. It would have to be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the unique things about about this type of therapy is that if you use it, whether I mean, the, the ideal times would be to use it in the mornings or in the evenings, sort of to mimic the natural sunrise and sunset of the, of the day, which most of us don't get a chance to, you know, to, to see consistently um, throughout throughout the year because of the whether it's the geography that, that we live in. Or you know, just our lifestyles. We're we're busy, and it's just hard to to commit that much time to kind of you know seeing the sunset or seeing it rise in the morning. But uh, there's there's um, some some decent evidence, um, clinical evidence that does suggest that um, the this, these types of wavelengths, red and near infrared light, do do help kind of transition your body from a, a sympathetic state to a parasympathetic state. Mm-hmm. And we can get into some some of the mechanisms of action that that may be at play there. But there's definitely yeah. some evidence to that. And let's hear um, it. Go ahead. And I think, yeah, yeah. And I think um, j- just to add to that r- real quick, there, there's um, amongst the, the wide variety of benefits that are that are showcased in, 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 uh, in, in the clinical literature, some of which is is actually helping your body to to uh, produce and then release more me- melatonin. And so um, actually, ironically, if you're using it in the morning you're not actually going to feel more sleepy. You're going to feel a little bit more alert, kind of re- recharged for, for the morning. And your body has, all of our bodies have a unique ability to to actually store that melatonin. So your body may be producing it, but then storing it at the same time. And yeah. if we're if we're paying attention to sort of the light exposure and our, and our circadian rhythm at night and not being overexposed to you know bright blue light at night, our bodies will 
will instead uh, begin to release that that melatonin appropriately at night. So now, Scott, um, it'll be interesting for you to hear. John gets revved up trying to do this at night. I do two sessions a day, one 20 minute in the morning when I'm shortly after I wake up and then another 20 minute session in the afternoon right before sunset. And I, I have seen my sleep and especially my deep sleep increase uh, since doing that. And I've only been used to a, a few weeks now. Now, John, on the other hand, tell, tell him your experience of using it at night. Yeah. So a good friend of mine, uh, I had always used it in the morning just uh, based on the premise that I felt like it was uh, waking me up. And Mike Mutzel said, hey, I use it at night and I sleep much better. My deep sleep is tremendously improved. So I said, OK, well, I'll give it a shot. And um, I, I'm telling you, I couldn't sleep for like two days after doing it at night. And, you know, theoretically, based on what you just said, as far as melatonin and red light really shouldn't suppress that melatonin production. Um, I'm just curious. Maybe it was just a placebo. Maybe um, you know, uh, something else that's really triggering it where I couldn't sleep at night. Having said that, I know a lot of people who use it at night and it enhances their sleep. So maybe I'm just a, an outlier on that. Uh, yeah. but I'm curious, you know, your experience, um, obviously with the product, have you heard that or is it more people have a good uh, reaction when they do it at night? Yeah, th th there's no doubt that that people do respond differently uh, to this type of therapy. I mean, you, it, just like any sort of like uh, modality, you, you have your your high res your, your your early responders, your high responders, your non responders, etc. So I, I definitely do, do do think it's um it's it, it can be somewhat different uh, on a on an individual basis. But by and large, I think most people that use it in the evenings, and it, maybe it depends on kind of when you were using it in, in, in the evenings. Um, by and large, it does help people relax um, more, my, myself included. In fact, that's probably one of the biggest benefits that I notice from using the the therapy on a consistent basis is I usually incorporate it in the evenings. Um, you know, I, I usually go to bed around, you know, 10, 10 p.m. or so, and I'm using it, you know, 7, 8 o'clock, something like that. Um, but 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 again, uh, we we definitely have have noticed um, so, some trends. I, I would say it's a very small percentage um, that fall into that 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 category. That we but we have had some some people report back that they actually feel more energized at night. So then instead they use it in the morning. And I think that kind of just speaks to tr trying to find that time of day that's that's best that's best for you. Uh, the important the important thing being that you're you know trying to use it on a on a daily basis. John, you're just special. <laughs> I am special. Uh, uh, how many times do I have to tell you, Jimmy? I mean, it's, it's obvious. Even Scott knows it. <laughs> exactly. Now, exactly. Scott, I'm really curious because 2015 was when you kind of came up with this idea on a whim, kind of accidentally, um, and and then you became commercial. Juve is now the known name in this space. Cause you know, when I started looking into red light therapy, uh, devices, Juve was the only name that came to mind. How'd you do that? Where, where's all your competition? Because if this is a thing, why aren't there more people getting involved with it? Yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's a really interesting question. I mean, we're, we're, st we're starting to, to, to see, you know, uh, much more competition, uh, now than we, than we ever have for sure. But, um, the, 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 the unique thing about uh, red light therapy is, is, um, and and the one one of the things that stood out to us from the very from from the very uh, onset of our company was, um, and I and I mentioned this earlier, but the sheer amount of science to that that supports it. It's not it can sound woo woo at first, but if you just give it a chance, just a, even an inkling of a chance, most people walk away kind of thinking, wow. I mean that there's it's the, the evidence is is really really compelling, and so we like one of one of our one of our you know our our um, folk. Uh, 
one of our focus points early on, it still is to this day, we allocate a fair amount of resources towards it is just education. So being able to take some of that, some of that complex science and package it up in a way uh, for people to easily understand it. And that's, you know, we're fortunate enough to, to be in this to, you know, to have devices that are supported, a therapy that's supported by so much science. We, the onus is on us just to, just to make that easy to understand for, for a lot of people. Um, and then, you know, so that, that, that still continues to be a, a very, very large, uh, focus point for us as a company. And I think we've done a, a pretty good job of that, that to date, but, um, we also wanted to get it, you know, get our devices in the hands of, of people who are influential in, in the, in the space, like, like you guys, as an example, um, you mentioned Mike, Mike, Mike Munsell is another person Ben Greenfield, you know, the, the list kind of goes, goes on and on. And we, we felt that if, um, if the, the science is there and if people like yourselves are willing to give it a shot, um, you'll, you'll probably, Want to, want to first check check the box to make sure that it's it's legitimate. But once you actually give it an honest take, mo- you know you can notice uh, notice results pretty quickly. And so I think that that sort of that two two pronged approach uh, has has worked with us um, to date. Well, and here's the thing: once you kind of dial in the diet, and you've done it for a few years, and keto's kind of ruled the roost in the uh, nutritional health space here the last few years, you got people that say, "Okay, I got this diet thing." What else can I do to to improve my whole health? Today's podcast is brought to you by the Nutritional Therapy Association. The NTA trains and certifies nutritional therapy practitioners like me and consultants by focusing on bioindividuality. One size diet doesn't fit all. And the range of dietary strategies that support wellness. Being healthy overall, y'all. The NTA emphasizes a whole food. Vegetables from our front yard and backyard gardens. Properly prepared. Like fermented and sprouted. And nutrient-dense diet. Like grass-fed butter and grass-fed beef. As the key to restoring storing balance and enhancing the body's innate ability to heal. Throughout their programs, students learn a wide range of educational tools and techniques to identify and correct nutritional imbalances and deficiencies in their clients, and they launch a successful career in holistic nutrition. And they might become best-selling authors and podcasters, too. The NTA produces like-minded practitioners and consultants that we consider the leaders in health and wellness. Oh, yeah. Registration is now open for May classes, and you can learn more and save your seat by going to nutritionaltherapy.com. Go sign up. And don't forget to mention Jimmy and Christine Moore on your application. What's that website again, Christine? Nutritionaltherapy.com. Go sign up, y'all. You hear? Oh, yeah. You're so silly. John and I on our podcast try to get into some of these kinds of things. And so we're really happy to be highlighting red light therapy, photobiomodulation. Um, And and John, can you talk about, John, some of the benefits that you've seen being a longtime user? I've only been using it a few weeks and already seen improvements in sleep and and just feeling good in general. But what have you seen doing it so long term, John? Yeah, great question. Um, so actually, if we kind of circle back around to one of the reasons that Scott kind of started with this, and, and I've noticed that um, it's become popular now, again, in, in not so much commercial spas, like medical spas, but in, in just regular spas. So we're seeing a lot of these red light therapies coming out for uh, acne, for just collagen tightening. It, me personally, I've seen it, great improvement with myself and clients I work with in terms of muscle fatigue, inflammation, recovery from hard workouts, 
Um, obviously, as I mentioned, the circadian rhythm, getting that stress reduction. So I would say, in general, the, the main things that I see a benefit for, uh, especially for older men, too, would be testosterone production, um, inflammation reduction, improvement in muscle repair and recovery. Those are, are definitely, and for men and women, uh, collagen production and uh, improvement in skin um, what I find it fascinating, a lot of the research that I looked at, especially with uh, uh, laser therapy, was the vascular improvement, so mm -hmm. using it for wound healing. And I'm wondering if uh, Scott has any kind of take on, on that, uh, given that he was you know, selling devices for um, uh, kind of cardiovascular disorders, but also PAD. Yeah, no, that, that's a, that's an interesting question, and there's there's no doubt that it does. You know, these these wavelengths of, of light, red and near infrared, uh, specifically, have shown to uh, have 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 been clinically demonstrated to increase vascularization or increase you know o overall circulation in the body, which obviously equates to uh, to, to wound healing. Um, ironically enough, uh, you can there's actually some some interesting research that suggests that it helps even with. Um, with venous disease as well. So another circulatory problem where, where patients have reported using these therapies to help reduce varicose veins, which are, you know, um, uh, a symptom of, of chronic venous insufficiency. So the, the overall message being, yes, these wavelengths do, you know, undoubtedly you know, support increased blood flow, increased circulation, um, uh, kind of the, the list goes on and on that. And that's, in that's, in, uh, you know, on top of some of those core benefits, uh, John, that you mentioned already, you know, in faster muscle recovery, uh, reduced joint pain and inflammation, um, increased collagen production or skin tightening. Most people, a lot of people report, report that, that, uh, that benefit, even if they weren't looking for that up front, um, sleep optimization. We kind of touched, touched on that a little bit. Um, the, the, it almost sounds like a late night QVC commercial, to be honest, and so, uh, but, but and if you cool. now you can get buy one, get one free. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want the, the sleep, the juve that does sleep, we'll throw that in for free. If you just, if you buy now, <laughs> but use the code Jimmy, uh, a 1999 value. <laughs> uh, but, but I, I joke, I joke around saying that because, um, the list literally does go on and on, uh, but all supported by uh, by published peer-reviewed clinical clinical research. And so, some of these categories are are definitely supported by more research than than others. But all every single benefit that we we've listed listed off is um, is you know the, the the data is there if you if you want to look at it. And I think a lot of that just comes. Uh, is due to sort of some of the core fundamental mechanisms of action uh, regarding these wavelengths of light and their ability to actually induce um, more uh, more efficient mitochondrial action within our within our within our cells. And we we have cells, as you guys know, throughout entire body, our, our entire body. And because these wavelengths of light help help um, increase cellular function or energy production at the mitochondrial level, it leads to a whole host and a, and a wide variety of these of these benefits. So Scott, uh, John and I on our show like to track a lot of biomarkers. So things like fasting insulin and HSCRP and triglycerides and HDL and, you know, different things like that. Is there any evidence in the literature that red light therapy makes any kind of change in that? And what can you expect to see change over what period of time? <laughs> 
Yeah, there, there's definitely for for sure. Um, in fact, we're we, we've got a, we're a clinical study that we're going to be uh, starting enrolling uh, patients in here soon with a, with a group in Minneapolis to actually track some of these uh, these blood markers that pertain to, to hormonal health. But w- w- without a doubt, um, uh, most of those core biomarkers have been have been used as part of uh, as part of studies related to to red and near infrared light. In terms of how quickly you can see results, it largely depends on on sort of the, the the symptom or the the problem that you're trying to treat, um, if it's something like wound healing, as an example, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see results uh, pre- pretty quickly. Um, usually within um, two, three, four days within the first week for sure. Uh, depending on the severity of, of of joint pain, a lot of a lot of uh, you know our customers that uh, that are suffering from a whether it's a, a, a knee, an, an arthritic knee, or uh, something something related to, to joint pain, they'll often see uh, benefits in pr- pretty quickly within the first few treatments. Um, something like skin health, on the other hand, does take a little bit more time. Um, and and if you look at the clinical data, mo- most of those you know patients that are um, that are in, enrolled in, or ha- have enrolled in some type of qualitative you know, skin health study, whether it's the reduction of rosacea or psoriasis or just, you know, just aesthetic skin benefits. Most of those are eight, 10, 12 week studies. Um, now having said that, it's sort of my hypothesis that, um, you, you could probably start to see the benefits earlier than that. Mm -hmm. It's just, we look at ourselves every day in the mirror, you know, so it's (laughs) it's harder to notice those, those subtle benefits. But I think the interesting uh, story there is, and we, we've seen, we've seen this, you know, over, you know, thousands of, of customers now over the past, you know, two to three years, um, yeah, they'll, they'll purchase a, uh, one of our devices for for one of those benefits that that John already mentioned. You know, uh, muscle, you know, faster muscle recovery or or increased testosterone production, something along those lines. But one of the benefits um, they'll, they'll they'll notice is is the is their skin looks better. You know, and it, it'll it'll it, a lot of the times it's around some sort of like family event, whether it's a birthday or a holiday, and they haven't seen you know friends or family for you know months. And they'll get comments like, "Wow, are you, are you Botoxing? Like, what's the deal with your you know your skin's glowing? It's fuller." And they're like, "No, I've just been using this this red light." You know what I mean? So there's no doubt that that's kind of one of those uh, across the boards. You know, better looking skin is is sort of a, a consistent um, benefit to using this type of therapy on a on a daily basis. So, John, I want to design a randomized controlled trial, and it wouldn't be that difficult to do. Uh, you would have the control group that does nothing. You would do uh, one uh, of the study groups would be just using red light therapy like a juve light and eating their normal diet. And then the third category would be red light therapy like juve with a ketogenic diet and compare and contrast what blood markers would change. I would love to see that study done. I'm sure we could sign. Yeah, I'm sure we could sign some people up for that. (laughs) It'd be pretty easy. Yeah, you know, we we should we should have that that discussion, uh, you know, in more detail in the in the near future because um, clinical clinical uh, studies is something that we're acutely focused on as a company. We want to do more of them with our devices, and I think uh, doing them with you know with with your audience, uh, I think is is would be a would be something fun um, fun to do together, um, and uh, you know, see, seeing that type of engagement, I think would be would be pretty 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 compelling. But on that note. There does appear to be some synergy between people who are eating a ketogenic diet and and red light. Um, in fact, one of the um, there's a researcher, uh, an MD researcher at the at the University of uh, of um, 
of California, Los Angeles, or UCLA here in Southern California, um, that his theory is that actually that by, you know, people that are eating a ketogenic diet are naturally depleting uh, de their deuterium levels. Um, and then because red light does the same, it actually helps your body deplete deuterium levels naturally too. There's a lot of synergy between, you know, both, you know, incorporating both into your daily lifestyle. Who's you that know, researcher? Uh, Dr. Laszlo Boros, okay. um, who's... Yeah, he's one of the the leading researchers in the kind of the field of of, of deuterium depletion, um, which sounds kind of if you never heard of it, sounds kind of you know um, strange, kind of, kind of strange. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but he's 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 one of those guys that um, uh, uh, ha has published over a hundred hundred uh, you know uh, studies on this on on the topic of 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 deuterium, all open access, which I think is super cool. So you don't have to pay to to read them and. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's his theory, uh, as to, as to how red light is synergistic with, with ketogenic diets, which I think is really cool. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just to be a little, get, get a little bit more granular, cause I think it's a, it's an interesting topic for He's anyone. Get nerdy for, here. Here we go. There we <laughs> go. His thought is that, um, if you're not familiar with, with, with deuterium, it's, you know, it's a heavy, heavy hydrogen isotope and it's prevalent throughout, you know, throughout our environment, throughout our bodies. And when that, when that, when that when those levels kind of get out of whack, it actually um, destroys the nanomotors in our in our cells. And those nanomotors, think of them like uh, pistons in an engine. Um, ideally, they're supposed to spin fast along the electron transport chain. And if they're spinning fast, their your your cells are producing energy or ATP energy the way they're supposed to. But with with these heavy you know hydrogen isotopes, deuterium, uh, they actually can break those nanomotors. Um, and so um, his why that matters, you know, when it comes to, you know, ketogenic and red light is because these, you know, eating a ketogenic diet actually helps deplete those levels of deuterium naturally. So you're having sort of less breakage, you know, with those nanomotors and red light actually helps, um, uh, increase the viscosity of metabolic water inside the mitochondria. So you actually can help water spin, spin through those nanomotors faster. So that's kind of his, his, his theory as to why, you know, how, how this, you know, how these, these two things kind of work, work together, um, to, you know, promote optimal, optimal health at the cellular, cellular level. You've been listening to nanometer radio. <laughs> Can you imagine? Wow. Yeah. We, I followed we, some of that, but I was like lost in the weeds there a bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, we went from like late night QVC, you know, radio to, <laughs> to all of a sudden anima. <laughs> that quickly, it's funny. Uh, but, yeah, but Scott, it, I actually uh, got to speak with Dr. Uh, Pollock, who who kind of coined the phrase fourth phase of water, and he dived pretty deep into uh, what you just talked about. Um, and so we did an experiment where we were ex showing water exposed to red light and seeing it under a microscope what it actually does is pretty fascinating. Oh, wow. Uh, you, you know, it sounds woo-woo, but it's actually quite based in science. Yeah. yeah and th that's one of the things that as we, as we kind of um, discuss sort of like how, how red light um, – you know, works and it's, it's, it's sort of function, you know, with, within our bodies, there's a lot of like overlap, um, across these different sort of, you know, categories or verticals, if you will, you know, keto being one of those, you, you mentioned, you know, the four, you know, Gerald Pollock's work with the fourth phase of water, super interesting stuff. But I think at, at, at the end of the day, it kind of speaks to the, just the importance of, of paying attention to light. Um, um, you know, if you're, if you're focused on health, 
light should be in that equation, you know, just like um, exercises, just like diet, et cetera, um, whether it's exposing yourself to healthy wavelengths of light on some sort of consistent basis, but also, you know, trying to reduce your exposure to, you know, certain wavelengths at certain times of the day. And one of the, one of the analogies I like to use is, especially, especially on, on a show like this, everyone understands that, you know, um, our bodies metabolize and respond to different macronutrients, proteins, fats, carbs, et cetera, where it's, 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 it's sort of similar, uh, to, to light. Our bodies respond and, um, to different wavelengths uh, of light as well, especially at different times of the day. And so just being cognizant and paying attention to, you know, the light you receive on a daily basis, uh, especially at night, um, is, 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 is pretty important. It should be a consideration, you know, for anyone that's interested in preventing, you know, uh, cardiovascular disease. You don't want to, you don't want to get one of those, those stents that we, <laughs> that we talked about earlier, you know, so pay atten- attention to light is, is a pretty important thing. So red light is like a supplement with no side effects. You get all these benefits. It goes right along. It's, it's low carb, it's low calorie, it's vegan. It's, <laughs> it, it'll literally fit any of those things. And I love that you articulated, you know, that we need to underscore the importance of light. And let's talk about the importance of another light that is detrimental to your health, and it's kind of the yin and yang to red light, and that's blue light, which I don't think enough people pay credence to this, Scott, enough of it anyway. When we go visit my in-laws, they like to have all their lights on really, really bright at night, and I'm sitting there like uh, Dracula going, no, you know, trying to get them to cut them down. Um, why do we not give credence to light in the bad way uh, and trying to eliminate that blue light exposure. Yeah, it, it's it's a. I mean, th- this topic probably deserves you know a, a, a separate conversation altogether. But well, we I had I, one I think on our it's... podcast last Friday with a blue light specialist. So we yes, yeah, we <laughs> there know you go, about there you go. One. Well, I think I think the more the more times that you know, you're, Jimmy, you're talking about it, uh, John, that you're talking about it on on shows like this. I think I think we'll, we'll, we'll we're already starting to see more more attention being paid to. Uh, to certain certain types of light. I mean, that's why you know Apple has their their nighttime mode. You yes. know, on on an iPhone, we're starting to see you know definitely more attention. It's it's not nearly as as uh, where where it should be, but um, but you know it, it's best to kind of like reset this probably this 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 part of the discussion around just sort of um, ancestral sort of living, right? Uh, you know, 150 200 years ago, our ancestors didn't um, didn't have the ability to to flip on a, a bright you know, a bright light at night, you know, they sort of, they operated off this, this, the natural sunrise and sunset. And so the fact that, um, which is pretty, this is a pretty well-documented stat that Americans now spend 93% of, of our time indoors under artificial light, that's drastically different mm. than it was, you know, 150, 200 years ago, you know, you could argue even a hundred years ago. And so, um, that's a pretty tall order, uh, to expect our sort of our biological systems to respond to or adapt to that. And, you know, that, that quickly, um, that the sort of drastic change, you know, that pendulum shift that's happened, you know, so, so quickly. And so, um, to, to kind of get back to your question about why this is important, it's, it's, um, it's one of the things that I, I personally noticed the most, you know, when, uh, kind of around this topic of light that when I'm, if I'm exposed to a bright computer screen, or my, my iPhone at night and I'm not wearing blue light blocking glasses, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm mentally alert. Um, 
And in fact, if I've got a lot of work to do, I specifically won't won't wear blue light blocking glasses yes. at night because it puts me to it puts me to you know it's it's uh you you get that shift that we talked about earlier from kind of a sympathetic to a parasympathetic state. Yeah. And um, by simply blocking out that bright light, because that bright blue light at night it serves as almost a signal um, to to your bodies that it that it's bright it's it's, it's midday. Yeah, it's yeah. sunshine, um, and that that's disruptive to our our circadian rhythm. And if if you you know if you're not paying attention to that, and you're overexposed to bright white bright white or bright blue light at night, um, your your sleep's gonna you know you're gonna pay the price when it comes to sleep. And we all know how important sleep is. You know that's been talked about ad, ad nauseum. You know for for years and years. But if you're you know if you're not getting into that that REM sleep or deep sleep um, on on a on a consistent basis, that that alters all aspects of your health. Right. And it's um, not and like, just the light on your eyes. This is something that I don't think people, you know, even with the, the, the amber glasses that you can wear to kind of cut it out from your eyes, it's the skin exposure to the light as well. And people don't give credence to that. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 just like, um, we, you know, when it comes to using red and near infrared light therapy, you want skin exposure, right? Your skins receive, um, that those types of, of wavelengths. We, um, um, it's the same thing with, with, with bright blue light as well. You know, your, your skin receives that type of light as, as well. Now, granted, it doesn't penetrate that, that deep, but if you're, you know, if you're exposed to it on, on, a, on a, on a consistent basis, it's not a, it's not a great thing. You know what I, <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> I think the takeaway here is for people that are kind of new to this, new to this topic is just, you know, be, don't go rush to buy, buy something, just be first, be more cognizant, you know, of, of this type of thing. Don't unlike, you know, Jimmy's in-laws as nice as they probably are. Don't, don't flip on the bright, the bright, <laughs> the bright switch at night, you know, uh, be, be a little bit more cognizant, uh, whether it's, you know, using, using a, an alternative light source, um, uh, you know, or just, you know, uh, um, I think a lot of, a lot of home department stores now, uh, Lowe's, Home Depot, et cetera, sell these, I think they, they label them as like antique, antique bulbs but they're just lower on the kelvin scale uh they look they look a little bit more like a, a sunset so that that would be a great a great next step and my wife and i actually turn on our juve to illuminate our room at night nice. you know so you're you know so it's uh you're exposing your your body to, to healthy wavelengths at night instead of uh instead of you know that bright that bright blue or bright white bright white light that's disruptive to your your circadian rhythm so forget so, the fireplace john uh, turn on your juve light at night for a little romantic <laughs> dinner <laughs> <laughs> sure, and I'll, I'll give you a call when I'm wired. You got to turn it around. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't create any more taglines. You're for going me. to happy place. <laughs> my, wife, my wife's going to listen to this show. So, hi, Jen. Get into your happy place. So, Scott, night. you know, yeah, <laughs> with with like with anything that becomes uh, more popular, you, you're starting to see other competitors come on the market. What makes Juve? uh, superior to those other products in your opinion? Yeah. So, so I, you know, and I mentioned some of the things that the, the two things that like we've, we've been focused on, at, you know, as a company from the, from the, 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 since inception is, is education and in getting our devices in the hands of, of, you know, well-known health influencers like yourselves. Um, but I, you know, I, I, I didn't mention the fact that like, we're, we're still obviously focused on, 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 on making and producing a, a device that works. And so one of the things that's kind of uh, misunderstood about light therapy devices is kind of the, um, you know, what, what to look for in a, in a high quality device. And there's a number of things that, that matter, 
but ultimately, um, you, you want to use it. You want to be using a device that kind of meets some some basic criteria. One is that you know it it, it delivers the the clinically proven wavelengths, right? So any any right. company that that does not sort of disclose you know which wavelengths the device delivers, you probably you know it's probably you probably want to walk away from that particular brand. So wavelengths are really important, but also um, the power delivered from the device. So we're not talking about the power consumed. Like rated wattage, you often see light bulbs that are, you know, have are rated for a certain wattage. We're actually talking about the power that's delivered from the device, and right. sometimes that's measured in in irradiance. Um, irradiance is a is a metric that you or photon flux or irradiance is a metric that you often see in, in clinical literature. But that metric was actually um, used primarily to measure lasers. And so, which is, isn't necessarily accurate when you're talking about full body devices, because what you really want to measure is the power delivered Intensity. over, yeah, over a certain uh, treatment area or coverage area. And that's best, okay. that's best measured in, in, in the form of joules, you know, so total joules delivered from the device to your body. And so, you know, some people have this idea that, hey, if I, if I can buy, you know, Juve's little handheld device, and if I stand three feet away from it, you know, I can get the same dosage, the same energy dose, and it treats my, it looks like it treats my full body. And it's like, well, that, that may look, look kind of true, but actually, you, you, you know, if you want to, the energy dose delivered to your body is, is very much a function of the power delivered from the device, as well as the distance you are from it. And so if you, if you stand really far away, the irradiance or photon flux falls dramatically uh, at about 12 inches from the device, 12 to 18 inches. So you want to be close to the, close to the device. So, you know, we're kind of getting into the weeds a little bit, but like all of those things are just, you know, pretty important to, to, um, to consider. And you want to look for a company that like is, you know, you know, providing the right direction or the right education around some of those more crucial, uh, crucial factors or crucial metrics when it comes to trying to, trying to choose a device. It's, it's the equivalent of going to a car dealership, and if you're a, uh, you know, if you're looking for a fast car, and the and the and the and the and the and the, and the car manufacturers like, no, we, we can't tell you the the horsepower, you know, just right. we can tell you it goes fast, but you know we can't disclose that. It's like, well, that that's kind of important stuff, you know, uh, to to consider when using a light therapy product. So wavelengths, you know, power delivered from the device, and you know how um, how 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 big is it, right? Because you know we. I, I think um, we're not alone in the sense that um, f mo most people, including photomedicine researchers, would agree that full body light therapy is the next is the, is, is is better than, than targeted light therapy. You want you want you know your your full body to be exposed to these wavelengths of light, and so going at the larger device is um, is probably is probably a not probably is is a, is a good thing. And yeah. with our with our products, um, they're modular in nature, um, and so that's one of our. There's no one else that's that's doing that. And what I mean by modular, they're kind of like Lego blocks. So you can actually start with a smaller device, and then over time you can add to it. They connect together both physically and electronically, and so you can build out a full body system over time. And we that was an intentional de design because it's our core hypothesis as as, as a company. Is we want to make it's our core thesis as a company. I should say is we want to make full body light therapy accessible for everyone. And so even if you don't want to go big, you know go big right now you can you can start kind of smaller and add to that system over time and well, not not lose out scott the one thing i'm really glad that you created and uh i also got one of these uh when this is airing i'm going to be in italy 
and you can't exactly bring one of these devices with you typically <laughs> in travel, but you made a travel version of it, which is about the size of my hand. Um, and I was like, okay, yeah, right. This little thing ain't going to do nothing. I turned it on. I called John right away. I was like, this thing is like blinding me. It's so bright. And it's really, it, I mean, I was shocked how you could do a travel sized version of this. And it's just a few hundred dollars. If you want to kind of dibble dabble in this. Um, and, and I was very grateful that you made something like this because I want to keep these benefits I've been getting at home with my quad system. I want to keep them going when I'm traveling. So thanks for making the little travel sized one as well. Would you agree that that's yeah. maybe if people want to dip their toe in the water of red light therapy, a good place to start? Yeah, totally. That's a, that's a really good, good point. Cause that, that little travel device actually delivers the same power output as I our big devices. It. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of a, it was, it was a, it was, it's, it's, um, kind of a cool engineering engineering sort of challenge to try to solve for, but we, we were able to do it. So yeah, it, it, it's, it's super easy device. Um, if you're new to this, um, that would be, that would be a great way to start because the, the thing is, is that you'll always need that, you know, whether you're, you're traveling to Italy, <laughs> you know, or just, you know, traveling, you know, you're going to be on the road for the weekend. Um, you know, uh, it's a great device that you can, you know, it's totally wireless and rechargeable. Um, so, uh, and in, in fact, you know, it'll last about, um, it lasts about an hour and a half, hour to an hour and a half. I on, was shocked on, on at charge. that too. I, I charged it back up with my lithium battery and it didn't really eat up a lot of, you You would think it would eat up the energy from the lithium, but it, it really doesn't. It, it's just, I was, I was amazed. Good job. Yeah, no, no, thank you. And that's, that's a great, that's a great uh, device to start out with if you're, if you're new to the, the red light therapy game. In fact, my wife and I will often use those um, when we're laying in bed at night too. Uh, the near, the near infrared version, she'll sometimes use it on her, on her head. Um, where I'll, 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 I, I took kind of green, Ben Greenfield's approach and, and shining it on my, shining it on my gut. Cause there's some, some <laughs> early research, uh, that, that, that shows these wavelengths of light actually help, uh, help balance or help, um, uh, establish a more healthy gut microbiome, which is kind of cool. So oh, there you go, John, we got another yeah, experiment to try. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to forge you, uh, the, the research from a group of a group in Australia, but it's, it's, it's cool. It's pretty cool research. And you know, like the, it just speaks to just the, the, like, like we've chatted about the overall importance of light, especially the, these wavelengths of light, um, for, for just, you know, optimal health. And that little, that little travel juve go is, is kind of, yes. is kind of ni nice little entry point. And, and, and it's, uh, you can't go wrong with that because you'll, you'll be able to use it in a lot of different ways. Well, his name is Scott Nelson. He's from the company called Juve. If you if you haven't recognized that already today, we've said Juve, Juve, Juve. We should have had a drinking game with Juve today. Every time we said it, drink again. Uh, J-O-O-V-V dot com is his uh, website. And then the social media, they're Juve Social all over the interwebs. I know I see your guys uh, that do your Instagram page are always out there, very active on social media. Well, Scott, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Jimmy. Great to chat with you as well, John. And John, it seems weird. I said Living La Vida, but it felt like a keto hacking I podcast. <laughs> you said it very slow um, and deliberate. So well done. I think you did good on this podcast. Um, so Scott, it was a pleasure talking to you and definitely love to uh, chat some more in the future. Yeah, de definitely. Definitely. And um yeah, looking forward to those conversations for sure.
And guys, if this was interesting to you and you kind of like this whole idea of off the beaten path of talking about diet, that's what John and I do on our show. Go check it out, ketohackingmd.com. We've been on the air for about a year and a half now, and there's a lot of backlist. While John and I are away in the months of May and June, go catch up and check out the show. We'd love to hear your feedback. And when we come back strong in July, uh, what are we talking about when we come back? You you told me it was a surprise, but... It's still a surprise. <laughs> See how I tried to sneak it in yeah. there, you guys? I'm trying to get yeah, him to nice reveal. Try. There's always fun things to do, though, to biohack. And uh, John is the king of biohacking. So uh really appreciate you being here and helping me out on Living La Vida Low Carb Show today. Hey, it's a pleasure always talking to you and, and talking science, talking biohacking and uh, keto. So always a pleasure. Living La Vida Low Carb, this show is changing lives. We talking about your diet, trying to get you feeling bright. Cut up them avocados, fry some eggs, time to explore. The longest running health podcast, hosted by Jimmy Moore. Time to give up the crappy garbage, we're getting into ketosis. Every day is a new step to your goal, yeah, you're getting closer. Motivated and focused, don't stop, just go. Time to get inspiration from the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. Hey. The Living Low Carb Disc.